Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? guys i'm finally i'm gonna talk about my jeep i'm gonna talk about the whole jeep thing if you saw this on my social media a few months ago i started looking at new cars yep my jeep is my dream car i wanted my a white jeep wrangler ever since i was 15 i saw clueless for the first time and she was driving a rubicon with the top off and i'm like that's the vibe right I eventually get a Jeep Wrangler. I fully own it. It's such a sexy car. I fucking love driving it. And, you know, it's worth it, right? But it's a guzzler on fuel. Like, let's not beat around the bush. We're doing like 14 liters to the 100. And the tires are expensive. And the parts are expensive because they come from America. And it just happened like, you know, fuel prices went through the roof. Through the roof recently. I'm not sure when you're listening to the podcast, but you know, they went up like 50, 60 cents a dollar. So it did affect our family and our weekly spending and what we normally spend on fuel. There was definitely some changes there. So with the fuel increases and the amount of country driving I do to kids therapists, to kids appointment, I pretty much live in my car, right? I felt the pinch of the fuel increases. And so I started thinking to my husband, maybe I should get something that's a little bit more fuel efficient, get something that doesn't have as much expensive tires. Maybe I should go like get an Outlander or an ASX or, um, you know, maybe I should go and get a Tucson or just something like something smaller, something easier. And there was kind of, once we got into it, I realized there was two reasons. There was the, the fuel and the price and the cost, but there was also the fact that my car stands out like dog's nuts. Really, it does. It's this ginormous white Jeep with these big grizzly tires. And yeah, it's fucking sexy. And I pull up at the traffic lights out front of the local high school and girls, teenage girls yell out to me they love my car or they point and they take photos. And I never had a problem with that. Like it was kind of cool. But when people my age, when people that follow me on Instagram started to figure out where we'd bought our new house from, based on like they were looking for my car to be parked somewhere or when I found out through a friend through a friend someone's taken a photo of my car in the supermarket and said oh my god sexy selfish is here doing her food shopping and sent to a friend who then got back to me and it kind of freaked me out a little bit and you guys know I, I have this big brand and this presence on social media but it's it's a very safe controlled way for me to kind of share myself when you meet me in person, I'm like, and because this has happened and I sound like such a flog when I say this, but people have come up to me in the street and asked me to sign copies of the book that they had in their handbag. They've wanted to take a photo with me to show their partner or their friend. And I, you know, I'm at medical appointments with my kids and someone in the waiting room recognizes me. And so that, that visibility 
is honestly terrifying to me. And it's still something I've got to work through. It's still something I'm doing with my coach and with my therapist to like be more comfortable in this public space. But I think there was a little bit of that combined with the cost of running and having my dream car where I started to play small. I started to try and shrink myself and I just wanted a car like every other mum has to kind of just fade into the background a little bit. But <laughs> two months of looking at fuel efficient, boring cars and I just not feeling the vibe. It just felt so hard. You know, like none of the car dealers got back to you. We were getting so many low bowl offers on the Jeep. So you get this, like when I bought my Jeep, it was like $37,000. They are now online. People are selling them for about 60 grand. They're so in demand. They're so niche. They're so hard to get. And everyone wants like, you know, four door, they want specific colors and stuff. So you really are, you have the market cornered in that aspect, but we were offering trade-ins of like $20,000. So it was this really like emotional kind of frustrating experience. And I just went, this is not, this is not the vibe, right? And I said to my husband, I'm like, I don't think I can be fucked with this, to be honest. I just genuinely don't think I can be fucked with this. And then he smacked me in the face, not, not, not literally, not literally, but he smacked me in the face with a truth bomb and we're driving and he's just like, just make more money, Shana. It's not that hard. Just make an extra few dollars a week. There's, there's like, there's always going to be a limit on how much you can restrict and how much you can save and how much you can cut back. There's no limit on how much money you can make. You could go book two clients and buy a whole new car and that would pay for the loan every month. He's like, why are you getting so stuck on this? And I was like, oh my God, don't come at me with your man logic and just fucking make sense. Don't come and destroy everything I'm feeling with your like complete logic and absolute rightness. I was just, at the moment, I'm like, damn, you're good. But at the same point, I was like, fuck you for making so much sense, right? So (laughs) he was completely right. I gave up the car search and I decided very quickly within that 10 minute car ride, picking our kids up from school, to manifest the extra from a place of fun and a place for overflow and just a place of total ease. And I did like booked a client extra couple of hundred dollars every single month done. It was like within 15 minutes of this decision. And then I really fell in love with my car again. I was like, Oh my God, it is easy. It's so much easier to just make, make more money. Like, yes, I could cut back. I could change my car. I could reduce my fuel. I could not drive and meet a friend for lunch an hour away and all this just came from such a gross, scared, fearful, poverty, poverty, broke bitch mindset that was not serving me or anyone else around me when the reality was just like, stop being so afraid to make more money, Shona. It's not hard. You, you can make as much money as you want, right? And that's what it came back to. It was totally right. Truth bombed me in the fucking face. And it all just changed. My fear, my scarcity, my broke bitch mindset got firmly put back in her box because it was no longer needed and it was not serving me in any way. And I think what I'm looking back is I really allowed other people's panic and other people's fear about petrol prices and, you know, news and media. I allowed that into my sphere, my energy sphere, which I haven't previously. I've been very good at like blocking that shit out around uh, the pandemic, blocking that shit out around, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, interest rates. And it's like, just, you know, there's no point worrying about something until it happens to me. There's no point letting everyone else's fear in. And I worked so hard over the years to get to this point where, you know, we used to have a very specific fuel budget every single week. I had to set the fuel budget. Like, you know, you preset an amount when you're filling up your car with fuel. 
I used to always have to set it at $50. That was all I had. And I had to make that last for the week. And I worked so hard over so many years to cultivate a mindset and cultivate wealth in my life to a point where like, I didn't even have to check petrol prices. I could just go and fill up my car whenever I wanted without thinking about it. And then suddenly there was this leap in petrol prices and suddenly I defaulted right back into my old setting until my husband like truth bombed me out of it, right? So I, I challenge you to use this rather than thinking, how can I get out of this? How can I save more money? How can I make my dollar stretch further? Think, how can I make more money? And how can I double? How can I triple it? How can I create a life so abundant that this little payment that I'm freaking out about is so fucking insignificant that I don't even notice it, right? I believe this so strongly now because once again, it was just reaffirmed to me over and over again, right? So I'm always going to encourage you to lean into your awesomeness, to make it happen And remember that no magic ever happened from taking your old comfort zone route, from taking the easy route, from going back to your default setting, right? So sit with it, feel this out. I want you to really think about when you, you know, you might have another similar situation happening for you like this right now. And I wish I'd been a little bit clued into my own mindset while this was kind of happening. And I probably wouldn't have wasted two months looking at it. Um, really asking myself where this fear and scarcity is coming from. Where is this actually coming? And that's what I did. Like when I had this moment of my husband's like, just go make more money. It's not fucking hard. You're in your own head about it. I sat back and went, wait a minute. Why did I let this completely overwhelm and get stupid for me? And it was sitting down and going, yeah, it's the, the fear from everyone else's panic around petrol prices rising. It was the fear of visibility and being seen and being a little bit more well-known than I've been used to. And that kind of freaking me out a little bit. Um, and then, so dive, actually really diving deep. And it was actually ended up quite a, like a big personal development moment for me. Because I went from just thinking I needed, to, I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to get a different car because, you know, and I started trying to justify it with like, oh, you know, it'd be really nice to have leather. It'd be really nice to have Apple CarPlay. It'd be really great to have seven seats for the kids. And all of this was just looking for logical raise, reasons to explain a emotional response. That's really, and we talk about this in Abundant as Fuck, my six-part course. I think week five or week six, we do a lot around wants, needs, and emotional and logical responses to purchases, money, investments, choices. Um, And yeah, so it's, it's really challenged me to go deeper into my own mindset around this, but also reaffirm to me that this, the systems and the structures I teach when my husband reminded me and like gave me a fucking school, like schooled me on this, um, God, he was a smug little shit too after it. He's just like, mm, yeah, I'm right. And I'm like, yeah, I know you are. Okay. Give it a bone. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it really just made me look at, yeah, the system I teach and the mindset I teach around this and the process that I teach around this so people don't make decisions like this, it does work. It worked, just worked for me once I had enough patience and, and distance and logic to look at it that way. So yeah, that's my little story. If you were following me on Instagram and you saw that I was looking for new cars and I was kind of getting frustrated with it. And then all of a sudden I was like, Hey, here's my sexy Jeep again. Um, that's why this is why. 
So I hope that story has resonated with you a little bit. Maybe you can apply it to another area of your life. It might be with work or home or, you know, that brand new Gucci handbag, whatever it is that you're like working towards or wanting to change or feeling fear and scarcity around rising cost of living and rising bills. Just remember, it is so much easier to just make more money than it is to try and restrict and save and scrimp and live in that scarcity place. You can be from total overflow. You actually are worthy of that. You do deserve that. And it's totally possible for you. Anyway, I've still got COVID scratchy throat, so I'm going to jump off. I can't wait to hear your feedback on this episode and I will see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mums Manifesting Wealth podcast series by Shani Gates and Team Sexy Selfish. Please leave a like, comment, review, and share. And don't forget to subscribe. The more you share, the more people we can impact, and the more awesome free content I can create for you all. If you're wondering where to go next or have some feedback for this episode, you can hit me up on Instagram at sexy underscore selfish or visit our website, www.sexyselfish.com. We've got heaps of freebies there for you guys to check out as well. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Thank you.